Welcome to the Ministry Leader Podcast, where every week we explore ministry practices to help leaders leverage their limited time for greater impact with young people. We're your hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Chase. And what the heck is an RMA? We've got Christian Jarrett, the East Noble Campus Life Director, with us again today talking about relational ministry actions. Uh, we'll get into deeper details on future podcasts of the RMAs. Today is the Cliff Notes version of RMAs. Here we go. Get up. Welcome back to the Ministry Leader Podcast. We have a guest that we've previously had on, Christian Jarrett. Thanks for coming back to share with us again today. Yeah, happy to be here. <laughs> there was that pause in there. I wasn't sure if you were actually happy to be here or you felt obligated to say that. Oh, I thought Brian was going to say more than what he did, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, but Christian, one of the things I, I really appreciate about you is that you were involved in youth ministry for a long time before you came, uh, youth ministry within a church, church ministry, uh, before you came to Youth for Christ. And then you had started having conversations with our leadership about Youth for Christ. So I guess just explain kind of your journey and what you've kind of been excited about within YFC ministry. Yeah, so uh, a little over four years ago, I met this guy named Kent Yost and uh, had breakfast with him at IHOP, and he started telling me about this um, ministry called Campus Life, um, and I started learning more about it, and I picked up the Campus Life 101 guide, started reading it, and fell in love with it. I think one of the things that, a few things that drew me towards YFC, one was the amount of time that I was going to get to be spending with students um you know you're looking at around 20 hours a week or more um with students which oh, was right up my alley and just sound, it sounded like a breath of fresh air to me like and I was really excited about it I, I remember in my mind thinking what's the catch and I think here about four and a half years later I'm still trying to figure that out um so but yeah the relational ministry aspect of YFC is really what drew me in the relational ministry actions the intentionality of building relationships with students um Oh, I, I, lo- I loved it, and I still love it, and I, I think I fall more in love with it every year. Christian, can we? Uh, you said something I want to go back to. Uh, you said you had a breakfast at IHOP with Kent Yost. Oh, for sure. Um, and there was something that, I, I, if I remember correctly, there's something really significant that happened besides your interest in YFC at that breakfast. Could you tell us that story? Uh, I was kind of nervous. Um, <laughs> And I wasn't paying attention, and I was talking to Kent, and the lady brought up the pancakes, and she brought this um, this thing. I thought it was syrup. I mean, because it's in a cute little metal yeah, kettle yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it looks right? like I, – I honestly thought, like, there's a little syrups over to the side. The flavored I, ones. The flavored yeah. ones, yeah. and I thought I was getting the maple syrup, and so <laughs> as I poured on my pancakes – I'm. I was distraught by how quickly it was coming out. It was like a liquid. It wasn't <laughs> it was a really slow warm syrup. syrup. And so in my mind, I kept thinking, "Wow, this is really hot syrup or something." <laughs> and then I slowly realized that the the smell of coffee grounds began to hit <laughs> oh, my nose, gosh. and I realized that I had just poured decaf coffee. <laughs> all over my pancakes. Um, Kent didn't notice. And so then I tried to play it off. So this is the best part of the story. Yeah. Rather than admitting, oh, crap. Yeah. I, I, I tried to play it coffee. off. Like, that's a total like, normal thing This for is what I do. do. I put coffee yeah. on, my, so on my pancakes. I tried to take a bite out of it, and it was so horrible tasting. <laughs> so you actually took a bite. I took a bite, and I, st- I was like, Kent, stop for a second. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just poured coffee all over my pancakes. I I feel so dumb, <laughs> and that's why he was offered the job. He still offered you a job. Yes, like. he still offered me a job after that. So, but in, in, again, in my defense, who puts the pot of coffee on the table? 
That is so if you work at IHOP you. and you're listening yes. to this. Any yes. ministry leaders out there. And you can yes. make a difference where you're at. Save <laughs> a poor soul from pouring coffee on his pancakes. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so you uh, you mentioned that um, as part of a staff member for Youth for Christ, they wanted you spending at least twenty hours a week with students, and that's really what drew you to the job. Is that the emphasis was on spending time with students, and so to our ministry leaders, there's kind of the same emphasis as well. Yeah. So um, with one of the things that that I love is now as being a four year veteran, which sounds really weird to say, this four years <laughs> has gone really fast. Um, uh, what I love now is that I have a team of ministry leaders doing that same exact thing. Mm. Um, you know, we what we ask is that we want them to be at club on Monday nights, but we also want them um, spending time with students outside of that. So picking another RMA during the week and doing that. Um, I love having uh, ministry leaders come with me to games to do contacting or doing building times things like that. Um, so that that's probably as as I've grown, as I've understood campus life and RMAs better, and as I've become better at leading a team of ministry leaders, that's probably the thing that I've loved seeing the most is seeing them take what I love and then doing it themselves um, with me and without me. Yeah, and so that's one of the things that we're really excited about with this podcast, right, is that people can hear th- this kind of language. So they hear RMAs, but sometimes our leaders maybe aren't familiar with that term because they hear us talking about... Would you s- like me to go through them? Yeah. Um, and specifically, you know, we've got ministry leaders in several different ministry models oh, under the umbrella yeah. of Youth for Christ. So we have some shared RMAs, and RMAs are relational ministry actions. And so I think our leaders hear us talking about these things, and they practice them, but maybe they aren't familiar with the overall umbrella of these are different relational ministry actions, ways that we engage in relationship with lost students. So can you talk us through the shared RMAs that we have? Yeah. Um, so our shared RMAs, will start with... Um, contacting. So contacting um, is, and actually I'm going to backtrack a little bit. This is probably the thing that made me fall in love with campus life uh, more than anything else was contacting. The idea is that we go where students are. We don't wait for students to come to us. Um, We meet them where they are. And I love that. And it's one of my favorite things. Um, August, when the school year starts, going to band practices, going to other sporting practices that are going on, passing out freeze pops, passing out watermelon, which, by the way, make sure you pre-cut the watermelon because it's probably not a good idea to bring a knife onto campus to cut the watermelon. Um, do a very large knife. Yeah, right? very large knife. That yeah. Like, that, like that is like Jesus. Like that is that is boots on the ground ministry, and it's it's such a great expression of relational ministry is is contacting. So yeah, contacting, going where students are, and then building time. So a building time is a shared experience with students. So a building time can be anything from taking a group of guys to B dubs, or um, having <laughs> having a Marvel movie marathon at your house, which I don't recommend doing because it takes over 45 hours and my living room still hasn't recovered a year later. Um, or, it, or, or maybe it's like doing your nails or something, if that's <laughs> your thing. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I do that. I'm saying maybe that's just a suggestion. Cool, Chase. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then and then also building times can be things like our go mad retreat so we do a weekend conference here in fort wayne mm-hmm. um it's also our spring break trip where we go to laguna beach over by panama city 
Florida, and it's also camp. So those are examples of building times. And then we have small groups. So a small group is is a more focused, intentional. I like to think of it as a, a smaller, more focused, intentional version of a building time. So a small group would happen every week. Um, it's a chance to dive into um, a book, into a passage of scripture, into a topic more. And the thing that I love about the way that YFC does small groups is these usually have like some sort of time frame. So I would tell students like after a go our GOMAD um, conference, hey, after, after this week, we're going to meet on Wednesday nights for the next five weeks. And we're going to go through the book of John together and would love for you to join us like I, I love that there's kind of an end time to it and I think it, it gets kids a little more excited to know um, that we're going to do this thing for the next five weeks and it's going to be awesome and amped and they're up. not committing their entire life to it yes exactly 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 and then um, last but certainly not least is appointments so this is uh, one-on-one time or one-on-two time spent with students um, where you get to re- you really get to know them you get to ask great questions, dive into stuff um, with them. Let And maybe my favorite part is they get to ask questions. Um, yeah. They get to ask the questions that they wouldn't ask in a small group or a building time, um, questions that they have about God, about the Bible, about the tougher stuff going on in their life. I think one of the most important things that, that I appreciate about appointments is it's usually very intentional with finding out where they stand in their relationship with Jesus. Um, if the opportunity presents itself to, you know, here's here's why I have my relationship with Jesus, or is that something you're interested in? Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think this is where you really start to get into the Christ-sharing relationship. This is where you really get to find out where, like you said, where someone stands. Like, this is usually the question I ask, like, where's your relationship with God right now? Or where have you gone to church? Or do you go to church? Mm-hmm. Questions like that that I think are really important, and dead then, on. And then as as I present that question, their answer does not affect my relationship with them. If they say something like, no, I'm not ready for a relationship with Jesus right now, like, that's cool. Like, we're still going to get together and hang out. And I think that's what we've talked about before is building lifelong um, leaders or is it lifelong followers of Christ is that we're all about lifelong relationships as well is that even if they say no to Jesus at this moment in time, we're still going to continue to be in their lives. Absolutely. For yeah. sure. And Christian, I don't know if our audience remembers, but last time you were here, you talked about our logo and the three stories involved in that. And so I think appointments really just to highlight that's where we can begin to really be intentional about making those connections between their story and God's story. Uh, in those in those moments where we're sitting down across the table at McDonald's or something, talking to them over a Coke and a Big Mac. Yeah, this is really where that intersection between God's story and their story takes place. Um, because hopefully up to this point, you have been living out, you know, God's love to them and they see God in you. And so now is the chance that you have to really dive into it and show and talk about God's story in their life and how that can be interwoven and you can ask them the questions of how where how they see God's story what do they know about God's story yeah this is that opportunity get up get up thanks again for listening to the ministry leader podcast uh, a few weeks ago we mentioned uh, that we we're trying to figure out some ways to interact with our listeners on social media and so we've got some things in the works uh, and we'd love to hear from you we'll post some post some questions and uh, find some ways to interact 
with with you guys. Yep, and we do want to make this the best podcast, the most effective podcast you've ever listened to. So please rate and review us. One that helps us get found easier for people who don't currently subscribe, but also that gives us some feedback from you. What are some things you want to hear? How can we improve this podcast? Thanks for listening. So, Thanks, Christian. I I just I thought that was a, yes, a fun story you. that thank people you. needed to hear about you. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, we're all flawed humans, right? Yeah, and some of us like coffee on our pancakes.